My name is Caitlin Malinowski, and I'm your host of the IAUG Insider Podcast, the home of exclusive interviews with Avaya and IAUG industry leaders on the latest telecommunications news, trends, and best practices. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to today's episode of the IAUG Insider Podcast. Today, we're joined by longtime volunteer Jane Hogel and IAUG board member Lori Woldrich. They're going to be discussing their experience with Avaya Engage over the years. So, Lori, why don't you start by introducing yourself and Jane, if you could introduce yourself after, and then we can dive in. Hi, everyone. I am Lori Woodrich. I am a longtime IAUG member um, and part of the board of directors, and I've been attending Engage for about 13 years, so um, have had quite a bit of experience going to Engage. Thanks, Lori. Uh, Hello, everybody. So glad to have you here on the podcast. My name is Jane Hogel, and I currently work for the American Heart Association and have been part of the user group for a very long time, um, since actually 1994. And um, pretty much my whole adult life has been going to a conference. I was sitting thinking about that this morning. I was just like, wow. (laughs) But uh, I wouldn't miss it for the world, that's for sure, because there's so much that happens at a conference, and I wouldn't want to miss one of them and miss out on the opportunity of information that I get um, over the years. But, uh, Lori, what was uh, your kind of first experience with the conference that really made you feel like you wanted to go back, come back the next year? So the first conference I attended was in 2008. It was in San Diego. And so this was before the Avaya Red and the Avaya Blue. So when we had Avaya Nortel, um, I, I was part of the INAAU, and that was in San Diego that year. And it's kind of funny, Jane, because, you know, I was fairly new at my company at that time. Um, and I, I didn't, you know, I'm like, I don't know if they're going to even let me go to a conference. And um, I was going to our local chapter meetings and our chapter leader was really pushing. She, she said, you know, if you present, you can go for free. And so I was like, oh, well, that might be my way to convince my company to let me go. And so I submitted to present a session and I got accepted. And so I got to go for free. And so when I told my boss that she was like, oh, absolutely. She was so excited for me that I got selected to present and um, they allowed me to go. And I just I had no idea going into it how fabulous it was going to be. And it, it just was such a great experience. And after just going to that first one, I was really quite hooked in going. Um, and I think back to that first conference and, and really I knew nobody like that whole week. I, you know, kind of hung out by myself. And I think to now to today, 13 years later, how many friends and connections I have at Engage. And I, I look forward just as much going just to see those people as I do for all of the session content and breakouts. So it's definitely been a great experience for me. And Jane, so so if you've been a member since 94, have you been going to conferences since then? Yep. Did they? yep. Wow. Yeah, my first conference was back in 94. And uh, what was kind of interesting is what kind of hooked me is um, I did go with some coworkers that had been going prior to that. And um, our account rep was very actively involved also and made sure that we all went. And uh, she actually literally the week chased us around uh, to get future needs requests um, in. 
And because she's like, you know, put what you'd like to see in the product because the developers will actually, you know, take a look at that. And that was um, eye opening to me because I'm like, I've never heard of such a thing that you could actually put in things that you'd like in a product and they'd actually, you know, consider putting it in there. I thought, wow, that's pretty cool. (laughs) So uh, yeah, we filled out the form and, and sure enough, you know, in some of the next releases, some of the things that were really important to us actually ended up in the form um, and implemented in the next release. And so I was like really shocked about that. So that's kind of what was the hook for me to want to come back and, and start getting involved because I thought that was such a unique thing that, you know, here they're asking my opinion, (laughs) you know, know, and who am I, Uh, you know, um, at that time, you know, I was like, well, I'm Mrs. Nobody and they want my opinion. And that meant a lot to me. It really did. And then just that whole experience, you know, getting, um, like you said, getting to know people. And um, I think, again, it was very eye-opening because these are people that have the same jobs that we do. And so, it's like they have the same issues that we do. They're in the trenches fighting the same battles we're fighting. And so that's that whole whole community and camaraderie that happens. And um, to your point, you know, for me to go now, it you know, I love the sessions. I love the networking and all the great information I get to help my organization. But to go see old friends, right? And there's that saying that you can't make old friends, you know, and, you know, here's people that have been with you for a very long time. You see them every year. It's, it feels almost like a reunion, you know, of, of, of people that get you, you know, understand what you do for a living. You know, it's not this mama, 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 mama. They actually get when you're talking about vectors and VDNs and all of all of our acronyms that we use in the industry. And they understand the struggles. And oftentimes just, you know, that brief conversation And, you know, they're like, oh, well, have you thought about this or have you tried this? And it, you know, helps, you know, move you forward. I, you know, I have never left the conference where I didn't feel more motivated. I may have walked into a conference very burnt out with what I do for a living, but walking out of the conference, I am motivated, ready to take the challenges back to my organization and fight another day, if you will. (laughs) So, you know, um, that's a really good point because I know exactly what you mean. And even just in your day to day, like feeling kind of like, oh, and you come out of conference and you're just so re-energized for not just conference, but your job and going back to your work and like having all these new ideas. So I know exactly what you mean there. Yep. Yeah. So, Lori, what, what has been kind of your favorite conference memory over the years? My favorite Well, my favorite conference was when we were in Dallas, and I don't remember the year, um, but it would have been after 2008 because that was my first one. Um, We were in Dallas, and it was at the Gaylord and Grapevine. Um, And I think, why, why was this my favorite? And I was asked, I was thinking about that. I'm like, why was Dallas my favorite? And there's a few reasons, but it is the conference where I really started developing strong relationships with other chapter leaders. So at that point, I was a chapter leader for Michigan. And so as chapter leaders, we come to conference a day early. So that Saturday, we always have a, you know, uh, chapter leader meeting where we get to kind of all meet and um, generate ideas for, you know, expanding our chapters, enhancing our chapters and in that particular chapter leader meeting, we had a guest speaker and she was a speaker on critical thinking. And I don't know if you'll remember her, Jane, but she kind of did like a workshop with us. 
And that was such a valuable session to me. Um, and so that's something even, you know, just being a chapter leader that I got, I got um, such, you know, returns on because of this session, it was just really impactful to me. And um, after that meeting, we had a reception for the chapter leaders in like the little lobby area of the Gaylord. It was the Gaylord. So you know how they have that covered um, space. And so we yep. had a reception out there and it was sitting at that reception. And I remember, I still remember we had this little special martini menu of little, you know, specialty cocktails we could pick from. And, but it was sitting there. I met so many of the people that I am, you know, still good friends with this day. It was at that little reception. And so it's just funny because you never know where and when. And when you were talking about even just like uh, at lunch, you you could have some conversation and someone be like, well, I had that issue and I did X, Y, Z. Like you never know where and when at Engage things will develop into. And so um, it was at that reception. And then that venue just, you know, at, at that Gaylord and Grapevine, everyone was together. And so like in the evenings, I just remember us all getting together because we weren't all over a different city. Everyone was staying there together. And they had the glass cactus. If you remember, that was right on site, which was like a nightclub. And Avaya did their opening party there. Um, and then Hank Hunt. So uh, if you have heard of Kiri's Law, you probably know who Kate Hank Hunt is. He is Kiri's father. He was at that conference in Dallas because they were from Texas. And so I just remember that too, him speaking out on, on the E911 legislation at our conference was very impactful. Um, and then Emmett Smith was our keynote and he talked about, you know, being part of the Dallas Cowboys. And I went to a, um, one of the partner events was actually at Cowboys stadium. And so I got to go there and we got to have a tour. And I remember the bus pulling right into the stadium and driving down the hallway to drop people off to the, to the event. And so those were just a few of the things that I really made that particular conference stand out to me. So what about you? What was your favorite? It's hard to pick for me, um, but I think one that was one of the most moving, and I don't know that it was necessarily just for me. Um, a lot of people, I think, were very touched. I want to think, say it was in Denver, um, probably the early 2000s at some point, and we had Chris Gardner um, come and speak to us. And he is the one who wrote the book In Pursuit of Happiness that Will Smith actually did the movie on. And what a powerful speaker. And, and you know, when you have speakers, usually they kind of talk about what we do and um, um, basically kind of, you know, map that to their lifestyle. But he just kind of shared his story. And his stories is so much more powerful than was portrayed in the movie. I think everybody in that room, no matter who you were that heard him speak that day, was really moved to tears to really listen to his story, how just by sheer circumstances, he became homeless and he wanted to raise his children, his son at the time, who actually was a baby. And, um, you know, his whole experience and how he worked, you know, trying that competitive market with the stockbrokers. And, you know, it was very important to him, family and, and uh, making sure that, you know, um, really kind of laying out milestones for life. So it was just a really moving conference from that particular perspective because the man really spoke his heart um, and such a tender heart he had. And afterwards, I remember standing in line because he was signing books for everybody and he gave me the biggest hug. And it was like, 
he knew what I was going through at the time. And I was going through some pretty tough stuff. And it was like, he knew and he, he gave such encouragement that it was like, I knew walking out of that, that things were going to be better. And that particular, um, I think that was the conference or there, it might've been another one um, that uh, it, we had an issue where um, I, I forget over the years, because uh, one year we had lower attendance because of, of a volcano in Europe um, and the mad cow disease. And uh, w- one of those particular years where we had um, kind of um, an event that impacted the conference and we had um, a commit for um, a lot of food and beverage. And I, and at, I think it was at the Gaylord. And um, it just so happened at that time that there were a bunch of service people coming home um, and they have a program that uh, for the military that when they come home to kind of help them um, acclimate back into civilian life. Well, um, we kind of heard that was going on and we asked um, the people that were in charge, you know, we have this food and beverage commit and instead of it, you know, um, you know, not being used, would you mind if we bought, you know, the several hundred people that were there bought their dinner for an evening um, at the Gaylord. And um, they said, yeah, yeah, certainly you, you can do that. And so we bought their dinner. And I got to tell you, that was, again, one of the most moving, I think, conferences, because the whole week, these military people were so grateful. And we were so touched that, you know, that gesture of just just buying a meal for them. Um, all week they came back and they would be, thank you. Thank you so much for buying that, that meal. And I think that's one thing that, you know, the conference legacy that has kind of continued on is every year we support, you know, in the various cities that we're in, we, we, you know, we find, uh, someone to partner with that we can help with a charity. And I think that's really great because that makes, you know, so well-rounded, you know, that we're giving back to the community and that we're doing something. And that one was also a very moving, uh, a moving conference because I've just, you know, it was very touching to see somebody so grateful just for, just, you know, for giving them one free meal. It felt like we didn't do a whole lot, but to them, it was everything. Yep. And I do remember that. I don't, I also don't remember where we were, but I do remember that um, and how special that was. Yeah. They kind of all kind of the conferences kind of, I have to actually have a t-shirt that I have to reference what year, what happened because I can't remember anymore. (laughs) Yeah. I, I used to save my program books. Um, And then, you know, now we're a paperless world, but um, I used to save those and look back on them like, oh, what session did I not go to that I want to, you know, review? And um, those were those are kind of good mementos to have as well. Yep. Yep. So so why would you recommend conference to a colleague or another Avaya customer? I usually tell folks when I'm talking with them uh, about the conference and why they should go beyond the fact, you know, you're going to miss out because <laughs> you will. Um, but but many years ago, too, um, we were having an issue with um, the old uh, we had audits and people were used to just simply transferring their phone. And then we had ended up with Octel and it was much more convoluted process to transfer phones. And, and people literally would chase us down the hallway. So we would like peek out of our telecom room. And make sure nobody was was walking down the hallway, and then we kind of escaped because they were very upset that they couldn't just you know transfer pound transfer. So we ended up going to a conference, and our friends at USAA, we were just again sitting there chatting, 
you know, telling them that, you know, we have to do, you know, the, it's getting recommended. We have to do this green feature and spend $150,000 and we can't hardly walk down the hallway of our organization because people are upset that they can't simply transfer back into voicemail. And the USAA folks are like, oh, no, all you have to do is just write these three lines in a vector and you'll be able to transfer just fine. Well, we went back to our organization, we did that, and lo and behold, now we have all these happy people in our organization, and we can actually walk freely down the hallways now without people life. Yeah, giving us the look, and we saved the organization at the time that I was working with $150,000. So again, to me, that was like, that really drove my belief in the conference, and I always share that story because it's like, you know, you can go to a conference and, and I can tell you example after example of people having these five minute chats or, you know, you learn something in a session and you save your organization $150,000, half a million dollars, uh, you know, and it's like, why wouldn't you want to go to the conference? <laughs> you yeah. Know, you could be the superhero with the cape when you come back. And, you know, you, you know, you've brought so much value back to your organization. <laughs> Yeah, that's a and you think about yeah for for the small financial commitment of conference versus the amount of money you saved, you definitely got your ROI there. <laughs> oh yeah, most definitely. Yeah, and one thing I always tell people, you know, if people have been to other tech conferences, sometimes they're like, oh, okay, you know, they're just not that excited, and I'm like, no, you don't understand. Avaya yeah. Engage is not like other tech conferences. And I've been to other UC conferences. There's just not that same energy that you have at Engage. And, and until you go, you, you have to experience to, to know what I'm talking about. But um, I just think about even like the lunch conversations weren't the same. And, and I think because in those conferences, we weren't all doing the same thing. You know, there were all different types of, of UC products there. And Whereas with Avaya Engage, we really are, you know, all kind of living the same life at work and doing the same things. And um, to be able to, no matter what lunch table you're at, you're going to have a connection there with somebody, um, I think is invaluable to what you can take back to your organization. Yep, absolutely. And we have fun nighttime events. <laughs> so... Oh, absolutely. We work very hard during the day with the conference and at night. It's it's a great time to kind of just let your hair down and relax and just really enjoy, you know, what is going on, whatever the event is. Yeah. Yeah. And I look forward to the future because, you know, we have such a great IUG HQ team um, and, and they work closely with Avaya. And so, you know, now having more years of experience, like they really know how to pull the event together. And, um, you know, I think it just keeps getting better and better. And so I think that that's just going to make things even better throughout the year. Um, the other thing that I look forward to is, um, you know, now we've added women in technology as yes. part of IAUG. And so I'm looking forward to continuing, you know, last year we had the lunch. And this year, you know, they're working towards another, you know, event, um, either a lunch or a breakout session or some type of women in tech get together at Engage. And so I think that'll continue to just get bigger each year. Um, and the other cool thing is um, the women in tech group is going to be launching their peer networking program. And so throughout the year, 
individuals will have a peer kind of a peer mentoring relationship. And I'm excited that they'll get to go to engage and meet each other in person, you know, kind of after talking throughout the year, they get to go and meet in person. And I'm looking forward to that too. Oh yeah. What a great opportunity for sure. And that, that's really one thing, Lori, too, that, you know, I, I think we say it every year, you know, once the conference is over, it's like, oh, what a wonderful conference. I don't know how we're going to, you know, how it's going to be top next year and, yeah. and get better. But it, it always does. And it's really because, and I think you're right, it's a great headquarters team. And the, then the folks that pitch in and volunteer, it, you know, they're really, you know, like you said, women in technology is something new that's been spun up. And, you know, what a fantastic opportunity for people to get involved. And again, share our experiences. And that really, you know, going forward for conferences, we never stay the same. It's always ever evolving and ever changing. And I think, again, that's what's so powerful to look forward to in the future is that there's always something at the conference for everyone. And and you're never kind of, um, like you said, on some of the other tech conferences, sometimes it's a little harder to network and a little harder to to get to know people. But I think in in our industry and what we do, we're probably, I feel like the most friendliest bunch of folks. <laughs> yeah. Actually, actually, one year, um, one of the gentlemen had brought his wife to one of the events and it was so funny because she said, this is like a bar mitzvah, everybody hugging each other. <laughs> I thought that was great because it really, it is, you know, it's like, you know, you won't be by yourself for long if it's your first conference because everybody really welcomes you with open arms and really we, we carry each other forward each year and there, and like, there's so much to look forward to and so much promise into each conference and, you know, all the things that new technology that's coming, that's so hard to keep up with that we're able to go and listen to the experts on the new technology and then people that are implementing it. And that really, I think, really helps us too. So we're not reinventing the wheel, if you will, but, you know, really learning and, you know, we can learn from others that have had that experience. So we know exactly what to do as we put in the new technology that's coming down the road. Well, yeah. And, you know, you talked about saving money. Think about the hours of time we save too, because, so-and-so at such-and-such a company told us how to do this, and I didn't have to spend, you know, 20 hours learning how to do it because they they said, no, here's the shortcut. (laughs) Exactly, yep. Well, I am looking forward to seeing you, Jane, in Orlando in December. I can't wait. Um, It's going to be a great conference, and uh, I think we're going to have a great time. Oh, absolutely. I am so looking forward to it especially for the fact that we've kind of been on hold here through the pandemic. Um, so we've, we've got to make up for lost time. So I am so excited to spend time with you, Lori, and the folks that have been going to previous conferences, but also to welcome all the new people that will be coming and uh, in, in experiencing the conference for the first time, because it's, it's quite the event. And it's, I think, unlike anything you've ever experienced before. Yes, yes. So we hope to see everyone in December. Thanks for joining us for this week's episode of the IAUG Insider Podcast. To learn more about our podcast program and listen to our previous episodes, be sure to visit our website and locate podcasts under the Events and Education tab. Keep a lookout for upcoming events and webcasts on our IAUG website. Become a member of IAUG at iaug.org slash membership today.